We begin the Gemara today on Daf Tezayin Amid Aleph, the fifth line from the top of the Yomad. Ubishtar. It said in the Mishnah, one of the ways to acquire an Evid Ivri is through Shtar. What's the source in the Pasuk for the Kenyan of Shtar by an Evid Ivri? Omarule, Omakra, the Pasuk says, regarding an Oma Ivriya. And by Oma Ivriya, one of the things that could be done with her is that the master goes and marries her. And there the Pasuk describes and says, that if along with this Amma Ivriya, that the um, that the Odin marries, he also has another wife that he marries to, and then the, the Pasuk that continues. But the point is, Hekisha of Lacheres. The Tate is comparing a Amma Ivriya to Acheres, which is a Isha that gets married. And therefore we say, just like an Isha, one of the ways of Kiddushan is through Shtar, so too the Alma Ivriya is acquired to her master with Shtar. Okay, so this is uh, the, the source here, comparing it to Kiddushin. Mm. says the Gemara, this, this source can't be true according to everybody. Because ha, niche, this is a good source. Laman Omar, according to the opinion that says that Shtar Alma Ivriya, that the Shtar that you acquire an Alma Ivriya with, the master is the one that writes the Shtar. So the master is acquiring the Amma Ivriya, he's the Kaina, and he writes it. And this is similar to the way it is by Kiddushin. Who writes the Shtar by Kiddushin? The, the, the man, the husband that's acquiring, writes. So according to this opinion, we can say that the source of Shtar by Amma Ivriya is from Kiddushin, because we see that it's the same, similar to the one that writes it. El Amar, however, there's another opinion which Yomar will soon quote, that Av when it comes to the Shtar of of the father that's selling his daughter to the master, he's the one that writes the Shtar. The father that's selling writes the Shtar. Not like Kedushin, which is the man that's acquiring the Isha, writes the Shtar. So, what can we say? From where is the source of Shtar? It can't be from the comparison to Isha by Kedushin. So, what's the source of this Machlaikis? The Itmer, we learned the Machlaikis, Shtar Omaivriya. The Shtar to acquire an Omaivriya. Who writes the Shtar? Ravuna, Ravuna says, The master writes the Shtar. And he gives it to the father of the, of the girl, of the Oma, and that's uh, how the Kenya takes effect. Ravchista says, no, The Shtar of the Oma Ivriya, the father writes in the Shtar, that I am selling my daughter to you, and gives it to the master, and that's how the Kenyan takes effect. So according to Ravchista, it's not the Kaina that's writing it, it's the Meicher, the father that's selling the daughter that's writing it. It's, you can't say it's compared to Kedushin. What it says? So according to Ravone, we could say that it learned out, learned out from Imacheres to compare it to Kedushin. According to Rav Chiste, it's not compared to Kedushin. So what is the source for the Kenyan of Shtar by an Omivriya? There's another possible we learn out from. And this is a Pasuk that says... Also regarding Oma Ivriya, that when she leaves from her master, she cannot leave the same way that Avadim leave. And here, the Lashon of Avadim in this Pasuk refers to an Evet Kanani. One of the ways Evet Kanani leaves his master is if his master knocks out one of the Avadim. For example, he blinds him, so then he goes free. So over here, what the Pasuk is saying is, by Oma Ivriya, if the master harms the Omevriya in such a way, like blinding the Omevriya, she does not go free. She remains a, a maid for the master. He has, he's going to have to pay her whatever damages he owes her for this, for the eye or whatever else it is. But she has to work until the end of the six years. That's mm-hmm. the simple shot of the Pasik. So here, when it says, 
So the Pasuk is saying she doesn't leave. Kitseisa. She, she doesn't go out. It doesn't say Leiseitse Kavodim. It says Leiseitse Kitseisa Vodim. She doesn't go out like the Avodim. Aval, from this we have to understand that Niknesika Kenyan Avodim. When she's a quieter master, the Kenyan is similar to the Kenyan of Avodim. So which Kenyan is the, is it by Omivri, which is similar to by Nevet Kanani, mind you? Which Kenyan is this? Shtar. The Kenyan of Shtar. You, you acquire an Evid Kanani with a star, and the reason is because the Evid Kanani is similar to a Karka, which is acquired with a star. So too, this uh, Omivria compared to an Evid Kanani is acquired with a star. There's one other way that the, 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 the Evid Kanani you can acquire, besides Kesef that we already spoke about before. But maybe I should say, Aval Niknesi Kikinian Avodim, that I compared the Omevriya to say that she's acquired to her master like an Evid Kanani, Omainiyo Chazoka. And that is a Kenyan of Chazoka. The Gemara will later describe how, what exactly is the Kenyan of Chazoka regarding an Evid. But Chazoka is another Kenyan in a Karka. When you work in the Karka, you make a fence in the Karka, and so on. And because the Evid Kanani is compared to Karka, so an Evid Kanani could be acquired by Chazoka. So maybe Omevriya should be acquired by Chazoka. Nachta. And says the Gemara, but there's another Pasik that says that we don't compare an Omevriya to an Evid Kanani. Omakra, the Pasik says, that they, which is an Evid Kanani, is inherited to the children, just like the, the father when he passes away, he owns a piece of property, and the children inherit it with Chazakeh, and so too the, the children inherit the Evid Kanani. But the Pasik is emphasizing Oisam. And from this we learn out, Oisam Bechazakeh, that the children, are, they're going to be Kaina, the Evet Kanani with Chazakeh, and Bechlal, there's the Kenyan of Chazakeh by an Evet Kanani, but V'lo Yachir Bechazakeh. There's no one else that you're Kaina with Chazakeh. So you can't say that the comparison is that Ome Ivriya is like Evet Kanani that you're Kaina with Chazakeh. So we have two Psukim. One Pasik saying that we compare Ome Ivriya to Evet Kanani, and one Pasik that says that no, it's Oisam V'loi that we don't compare. But the Gemara asks, we can really flip this around. Maybe I should say, When it says, Maybe it's saying that only an Evet Kanani is acquired like Karka through a star, but an Omivriya is not acquired through a star. So maybe Adarabha, this Pasik is coming to exclude that there's no star by an Omivriya. So the Gemara now goes back to the previous Pasik. No, but Hoksiv, we had the other Pasuk that says that she doesn't leave like an Evet Kanani, but she is acquired like an Evet Kanani. So we do compare it to Evet Kanani regarding Shtar. So the Gemara asks, so Isa, what do you see to say? You have one Pasuk that says to compare. Another Pasuk that say that it's not like Evet Kanani. So what do you see to say that when it comes to Shtar, you compare to the Evet Kanani? When it comes to Chazak, it's not like Evet Kanani. And says the Gemara, Mestavre, because logically it makes sense to say, Shtar Havalele Rabuye, that we should include that Om Ivriya is like Evet Kanani regarding Shtar, because Shtar is a strong Kenyan that relates to Om Ivriya. We find already that Shtar is a Kenyan that's used for Abbas Yisrael when it comes to a get, that she should acquire her independence, it's through Shtar, a get, which is a Shtar. So we see that the Kayach of a Shtar works by Abbas Yisrael, so therefore it's more Mastara to say as well over here that we compare Evet Kanani to Om Ivriya, that the Shtar works. No, I'll give you a svara that Chazaka is a Kenyan that's stronger, that should work for a uh, Bas Yisrael or for Omivriya. Chazaka you should learn out and compare Chazaka from Evet Kanani. I see by the Kenyan of Chazaka, if you have the property of a Ger, he passes away and a Ger, typically to, to, his carcass is left alone with no Yershim. 
So if there's no Yarshim, so now what happens? Who acquires it? It's basically Hefka. Anybody that comes in and does Chazaka, he works in the field, puts up a fence, it becomes his. So I see the Kenyan of Chazaka is a very strong Kenyan. The Rishayim said, the Ritfer says that it says Nichse Hager, even though Chazaka is really a Kenyan for any Karka, because usually by Karka there's a seller and there's a buyer. The Gemara wants to bring an example where it's Hefker, and there's no, no one that's even selling it to you, but Chazaka has a Kayach to be Kayne. When you buy something without a Meicher that's selling it to you, it's more difficult to create this Kenyan, because there's no one that's giving it to you. And nevertheless, Chazaka works. That shows how powerful Chazaka is. So maybe you should, you should say, we should learn out from Evet Kanani that Chazaka does work by Amivriya even more than Shtar. Answers the Gemara, but Be'ishus mi'olay ashkechan. The Kenyan of Chazaka we don't find in the concept of Ishus, of marriage. And Shtar, which is by a get, is related to the union of marriage. So therefore, there's more of a swara to learn out that Amivriya is kind of with Shtar. It's not clear in the Gemara how the union of Ishus comes in here, because we're not talking about the union of marriage. The Rishayim uh, discussed this. But um, one of the pshatim that the Maharit says in the Gemara is that even though we're talking about an Amivriya, which is not an union of Ishus, but it is an union of Ishus, because there's an union of Yield, which means the master buys the Amivriya, and then after he buys her, he can marry her. And when he marries her, he marries her with the money that he paid her in the beginning, meaning right in the beginning when he acquires her as an Amivriya, included in that is a Kayach for Ishus. So therefore, when it comes to acquiring Amivriya, when you see that there's a Kenyan in Shtad, that it works for Ishus, there's more of a Swara to say that this is the Kenyan that works for Ami Ivriya and not the Kenyan of Chazaka. Because Chazaka works for Karka, that's not related to the kind of Kenyan that we're talking about, the Kenyan of Ami Ivriya. another Swara we could say, why in these two Psukim here, and it's not clear whether we should be Mar Beshtar and be Moitzi Chazaka, or maybe the opposite. So I can tell you that Lahachi Ahani Imacheres. For this, the Pasuk of Imacheres that we brought before, that we compare Amivriya to Aisha, that's Tacheres, Tacheres is Aisha. For that, we do rely on that Pasuk to be Megale, which Pasuk is Marba and which Pasuk is Memayit. So as Rashi explains, what the Gemara means to say is, the Gemara before explained that according to Rav Chiste, that says that the Kenyan of Shtar by Amivriya is different than the Kenyan of Shtar than Aisha. Because over here, by Amivriya, the father writes the Shtar. Not the other, not the master, like, like it would be by Kedushin, that the chassan that's buying writes the shtar. So we can't, that's not the source. You can't learn how to compare it to Isha. But nevertheless, that pasik could be used over here when we have these two psukim. And we need some kind of a gili milsa to tell me whether I should be mar and be moitzah chazaka, or maybe the opposite. So we use that lashon of the pasik of acheres to say, to be megala, that the pshat is that we're mar bishtar. Because acheres means a Isha, and by Isha it is shtar, there's no chazaka. So the Gabi is Gili Milsa, we could use that Pasik. And the Gemara goes back to Rav Hone's opinion. What does Rav Hone learn out from this Pasik of Leseitzik Savada? Because according to him, the source for Shtar, Taka comes from Imacheres. He compares the Shtar of Kiddushin to the Shtar of Om Evriya. He doesn't need it all, this source of Leseitzik Savada. So what does he learn from here? And so the Gemara, Hahumi Bayale. He learns out from that Pasik, which is really the simple shot of the Pasik, that she does not leave her master similar to the way it is by an Evet Kanani. That if the Evet Kanani knocks out any of the Rosh any of the limbs of this Evet Kanani, he goes free. And that kind of a freedom does not apply to the Amevriya. That's a simple shot. 
Rav Chiste, not according to Rav Chiste, that uses this pasuk to teach me that she does not leave Kitzay Savadim, but we darshan that she doesn't get acquired through Shtar. So how, how can we make this drasha if we need it for the simple Pshara of the pasuk? So he'll answer you, that she does not go out in this way that slaves go out. The Evet Kanani goes out. That extra word of is coming to emphasize that she's not compared to an Evet when she leaves, but she is compared to an Evet when she gets acquired. So we can learn the second Allah here as well, both of the Allahs and also the Allah that she's acquired by Shtar. That when it comes to an Evet, so after years, which is the six years, he works for his master, he's free. The Pasik says, After six years, he goes free. Another way is acquired is through Yevil. The Pasik says, Until Yevil, he works with the master. The other thing it said in the Mishnah, that an Eved that's working for his master, so the master paid him whatever price, let's say $600 corresponding to six years. And he worked three years, so Giroin Kesef means you deduct the $300 that he already worked for. He has to pay back his master $300, and then he goes free. What's the source for this? Oma Chizkiye, the Oma Kra, Vehevta. Pasik says, Vehevta, which means that the master should help the slave or the, or the maid go free. It doesn't say Veniftis, that she gets redeemed. The Vehevta, which goes on the master. He helps her be redeemed. Malame, that teaches us, Shemigareya, Pidyayna, Vyaitse. That the master doesn't uh, charge her or him but to give back all the money that he paid when he acquired her, but he gives back the, the, only the chilek of the money that he did not work for yet, and then he goes free. Tone, we learned in the Braise. Isn't that The Vehefta? Why do you need the, the, the Chiddush of Giro and Kesef? Yeah. Huh? Right. Right, right. Why do you need a pasik for it? It's pasik that if you worked a certain amount. I don't want to sell it to you. Right. If the, if the Aden says, I paid for you, you want to sell you, sell you, you want to buy yourself back, pay the full price that I paid for you. Yeah, yeah. But I worked for you then. And Khanami, okay. Tana, so the Gemara says, now when you, when you buy yourself back for your master. So we learned in Abraisa about this, Vekainis Atma Bekesef that he or she could buy herself back, him or herself back, whether with actual money, or shavikesef, any other things that have a value of money, and ubishtar, and also with shtar. So one explains what these three details are here. the fact that he could acquire himself back from his master with kesef, the Pasik says, mi kesef that that's actually a Pasik that's written by an Eved that's sold to a guy. That if the pasuk there says in Moed Rabbis Pashanim Lepian Yashiv Gulasai Mikasef Miknasai that he returns the money based on the years that he didn't work, so he gives back Mikas. So it says clearly Kasef, Shava Kasef Nami. The fact that it doesn't have to be actual Kasef, but you can use Shava Kasef as well, because the pasuk says Yashiv Gulasai. The word Yashiv is an extra word. Could have just said Lepian Gulasai. According to the years that he didn't work, that's his Gula. The word Yashiv says that he returns. He gets his freedom. In another way, not even if he doesn't own, he doesn't have any money, but he can find valuables to give for this. Yashiv that Shavikesev is the same as Kesev. This is not only here by Eved Ivri or Omivriyav, this is also by Kiddushan. This is actually according to Taisis, this is the source for Kiddushan as well, that Shavikesev is Kikesev. But Elo, when the, when the Braise here says 
that a Evet could free himself with a star. What kind of a star are we talking about? So Lechayda means a star, the master writes to the Evet, a star, you're free. He's Meshachra the Evet. Frek the Gemara, but hey Chidami. Ilayim the cost of Leishtare Ademei, oh the Gemara starts off a step before. If you're going to say what we're talking about over here is, this Evet that's freeing himself from his master has no money. He has no money, he has no valuables, no kesef, no shava kesef. So what does he do? He writes to his master, Shtar, I owe you this and this amount of money. And he gives it to the master and that has the value of money. Because now the master can go and collect this money from him in the future. Says the Gemara, if that's the shtarat may for the money that he would owe him, hainu kesef. That's the same point as kesef or shava kesef. Why, why is the Bryce spelling it out separately? Shtar sounds like it's not kesef and not shava kesef. Elo shichro. The star is a star shechror, that the master writes to his Eved Ivri, you're free. That's the star. If that's what it is, why would, the, why would the master have to write a star that he's freeing the Eved Ivri? Let the master say to his Eved, in front of two people, Zil, go, you're free to go, without writing a star. Or let him say in front of a Bezdin, so it should be verified and everyone knows he said, so Zil, go. What's the basis of the Gemara's question? What the Gemara is asking is, we know by Nevit Kanani the master has to write a star, just like by a, by a Isha. You need a proper get in order to create the Kirisus. When it comes to an Evid Kanani, you also need a proper star in order to create a Shikhrur from the master. But over there the reason is because there's a real ownership. The master owns the goof of the Evid. The very body of the Evid is owned by the ma- master. You can't just tell him, free, go. He has a certain status. He's, he's not a Yid, he's a guy. he's owned by him 100%. Here, when it comes to an Evedivri, what's the ownership of a master in Evedivri? That he works for him. It's, it's almost like a worker, just like a pile, a person that works. A worker works a certain job or works a certain schedule. He's owned by his master that he works for him all the time. But it's just the money, the value of the malacha that he owns him. So what's if the master comes and says, you're free to go? So he's basically being Michael and saying, you don't have to work for me anymore. So that should be enough to free him. Why would you need an actual star to write in it that you have a proper star that you're Meshukhra? Answers the Gemara, oh, Marave, the fact that this Brisa says that he can free him with a star, but it has to be a star. You can't just tell that to him. This, this, this teaches me, Eved Ivri that even by an Eved Ivri, there is a Kenyan that the Master has in his Guf. And and therefore the Master that says, I forgive the money you paid me, and you could just go free just like that. It's not going to be machal. You can't forgive that because there's a certain Kenyan in the guf that he has that at, at least while he's owned by, while he owns him, he has a Kenyan in him and therefore he's going to have to either give Giroin Kesef or a proper star. And as she says, like, the star is taka learned that from Evid Kanani. If by Evid Kanani star works, for sure by Evid Ibri a star should work. So all the Rishayim discussed the Lashon of the Gemara here because it sounds like superficially the words of the Gemara that it's saying that an Eved Ivri, the master owns him, is guf mamish, just like a master owns an Eved Kanani. But the Gemara doesn't mamish mean that. And there's a discussion in Rishonim what exactly the guf Kani regarding Eved Ivri consists of. It's not the same level of guf Kani like an Eved Kanani. Eved Kanani, you own him mamish like an object. He's yours 100%, the guf. By Eved Ivri, there are certain aspects in, uh, in his work for you that you own his guf. But it's not, but, but, but so therefore you need a shtar, but it's not the same as Evid Kanani. Okay, Taisus over here says, I mean, there's an there's a obvious question. Why did the Mishnah not say shtar? The Mishnah said the different ways how he goes free. The Mishnah did not mention shtar. So the answer is because the Mishnah is only mentioning those ways that an Evid goes free, even if the master doesn't agree, just goes free automatically against the master's will. 
Over here, star though, is that's only when the master decides. He can give him a star and free him. So that, that the mission doesn't mention. Okay, so the Gemara Vaiti say the all of Omaivriya said by the Mishnah that by Omaivriya there's additional ways that she goes free. Right? And the Mishnah said that uh, she goes free if the Simonim, she shows signs that she's already a Gedoyla, the signs of two hairs, and so on. Uh, okay, that's, yeah, um, Simonim. Okay, so the Gemara here brings that there's another way, the Shlokish said that there's an additional way Omaivriya can go free. Omaivriya Shlokish, Omaivriya Kainis Atzma B'Misasah. She goes free if her father that sold her died, so then she also goes free. From the ownership of the master. And this is understood with the following If when it comes to her becoming a Gedela, she shows those Simonim. She doesn't yet leave the possession of the father. She's in the Rishus of the father until she's a Begeris, 12 and a half years old. But nevertheless, those simonim, she right away leaves from the master. So when her father dies, so she obviously leaves the possession of her father. So definitely, this should also take her out from the rishus of her master. So therefore, therefore, the shlokish says this is the halacha. The father dies automatically; she gets freed from the master. So the gemara is going to bring a few questions on the shlokish's chiddush. So meis veravayshi asks. It says in the or, sorry, the Mishnah actually, going back to our Mishnah here. He said, The Mishnah says that Omevriya could leave an additional way when she has Simonim, when she's a Gedayla, but Vemisa, if what Ishlakish says is true, why would our Mishnah not say that Omevriya also leaves when her father dies? And says, The Mishnah learns and teaches certain ways that she goes out, but it leaves, doesn't say all the ways. What else did the Mishnah leave out? The rule is, the Tana will never leave out just one thing. If it's leaving out a few, so then it's possible that it's an incomplete list. So what else did it leave out? What it's leaving is, what's if the master himself dies? She also goes out free, obviously. She's not inherited to the children in such a case. That's the Allah, when you get to Omevriya, she never goes over to the child. So that's also left out. The fact that the Mishnah doesn't mention this, that's not called the Mishnah leaving out one case. Why? Because the key in the Ikanami Be'ish, Loikatani. Over here, the Mishnah is coming to say, you say that, that Omevri has additional ways she goes out. If the master dies, that's a different story. That's not even mentioned, not by Ish either. The master died. So obviously, there's no Yerusha, there's no, so she, she, she goes, she or he or she goes out free. So, Ve'ela. So, the, so, so what's um, the reason? Again, the Gemara comes back to the question, if the halacha of Rishlakish is true, that she leaves when the father dies, so then why didn't the Mishnah mention it? Ve'ela nisni. So the answer is, Tane dovish yeshle ketani. The Mishnah mentions a way that she goes free, which is clear, which is a very specific time. Something that's not clear, it's not a specific time, the Mishnah didn't learn. If the father dies, that's not a specific time, so that the mission didn't learn. But when it comes to the signs of maturity, when hairs grow in her body, so there it can come earlier, it can come later, it's not always exactly at the same time. And nevertheless, the mission does mention that. Even though you're right, 
that it, 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 as far as the age, it can come by 12, 13, 14, it can come as older and older, but in the age below, the younger, there is a certain point that we say that those samanim are not any samanim. So there is a certain kitzvah, certain young, uh, when she's young, that if it came then, it's not a simon at all. As we see here in the Braise, the Tanya, the Braise says, A girl that's nine years old, and there's, and there's hairs that grow. So Shuma. So in that age, those hairs are not any simon that shows on maturity. It's just there must be some, some kind of a Shuma, some kind of a growth, a wart, or whatever it is in these hairs. It's nothing. We bent test shonim from the age of nine. V'yoy mechad. She's already nine years old. Ad ben yud beis shonav v'yoy mechad until the age of twelve. V'aydam boy and the hairs are still there. So the Tanakama holds it's still shuma, still not a sign that she's a gedayla. But Rabbi Yisai by yudaim simen. If the hairs remain until she's twelve, so then it's already a sign that she was a gedayla from when the hairs began growing. And you gimel shana v'yoy mechad from the age of thirteen. Dibriak kol simen. Here, everybody will agree that this, the, the hairs that grow are a simen that she's a gedayla. Rashi brings the gemara and Nida asks, why does it jump to ben yud gimel? It should say over uh, here by this girl. It should say ben yud beis. Okay, the gemara and uh, Nida discusses it. But the point is, we see over here in this brayse that there's a, there, there's a kitzvah. There is a certain kitzvah lamata that below a certain age she's not going free. It's not a simen at all. So therefore, this is the answer why it says simonim, but it does not say misasa'av, because when it comes to misasa'av, there's no kitzvah to this, and that the Tana doesn't mention. Another question the Gemara asks, on Lokish, Mosul Rav the Braise says as follows, Rav Shimonim, Rav Shimon says, Dalid manikin lehem, there are four situations of when an Eved, or an Amayvriya leaves, that they get Hanukkah, so Hanukkah, we learned already about before, is the gifts that a master gives when they leave, now, Gimel Be'ish, there are three times when they leave, is, that's by the Evet, and the Gimel Be'isha. And there are three that are by the Isha. And so what, what the Gemara, what this Braise uh, means to say is, the Gimel by the Ish and the Gimel by the Isha is, <coughs> that when the, the Ish leaves after six years, and by Yoival, and also if the Master dies. That's what the Gemara thinks right now, it refers to the Master dying. That's the three by the Ish. And the three by the Isha is also six years, and Yoival, or the Simonim, like the Mishnah said, as the Simonim. Okay, but in total, there are four. Four different ways that they could leave. But only three of them apply to the Ish, and only three of them apply to the Isha. Not the Bodhikamara asks on this, if Rishlakish, what Rishlakish said is true, v'i, v'i, one second, before, first let's finish the Lashon of the Braise. You can't say that both the Ish or the Isha, that there are four ways that either of them could leave. Why not? Because one of the ways only work for the Omivriya and not for the Ish, that's Simonim. On the other hand, this halacha of Misa Sa'adai, which is unique for a Ish, why? Because that applies to an Eved Nirza. The Eved Nirza doesn't leave after six years. He leaves by Yoival or he leaves after the, his master dies. And this concept of Ritzia does not apply to an Isha. Okay, now the Gemara asks, if what Ish Lakish said is true, Nisni Nami Misa Sa'av. Why doesn't it say over here, there's an additional way. There's Mises Av, and that additional way of Mises Av applies, and so now you could have four by the Omevriya herself, the three that we mentioned, and in addition, a fourth one, which is when the father dies. And if he'll say, true, she leaves when the father dies, but Tana Bishayah, the Braise teaches, but it leaves out. How can you say it leaves out? It gives a number. It says four. 
Now, if you'll say, yeah, it gives a number. Why is it give a number? Because it gives a number for these ways of freedom that are very specific in a time. Like we said before, when the father dies, that has no kitzvah, therefore doesn't mention it. But it mentions here simonim that doesn't have a set time, the ketani, and it mentions it. If you'll answer like we already answered before. We answered before. Rav Safra said that even though there's no kitzvah in the age older and older when it comes, but there's an age in the young, younger when we know that the simonim are not a simon, so there is a certain kitzvah to it. But in the Braise here, when it mentions the ways that she goes out, one of them is if the master himself dies. If the master himself dies, that's not a kind of a freedom where there's any time frame for this. And it says it over here. So the Gemara answer is, no, we didn't, we didn't understand the Braise right. The Braise doesn't spell out what the, all the ways are. It just says three by the Ish, three by the Isha. It says the Gemara, it, it, it's not, one of them is not Mises Adon. Mises Adon Nami Ketani. That's not one of the ways that this rice is talking about when the Eved or the Omer goes free. So when it said here that there's four ways that she goes out, what are the four? So the Gemara here gives a list of the four now. Shonim, after six years. V'yoyvul. Yoyvul for a regular Eved. And then V'yoyvul Shoritzia, the Yoyvul for an Eved. After his ears were pierced and he stays until Yoyvul. That's counted as a separate thing. And then And then by the Omevriya, she additionally goes out with Simonim. That's the, those are the four ways that we're mentioning here. So we're not mentioning not Mises Ha'adain and not Mises Ha'av either, because there's no kitzvah to that. Hachanami Mistavre, and the Gemara says, this must be the Pshar and the Braise. Because the Ktani Sefer, what does it say in the Sefer of the Braise? Not by the Ish or by the Isha is there four ways that she goes out. And, and Bryce says, why? Because the man does not leave with Simonim. And there's no concept of piercing the ear by the Isha. Now, but if you're going to say that we are counting Misas Ha'odoin, so by the Isha there should be four. There should be Shonim, Yoival, and Simonim, and Misas Ha'odoin. So Shmamino must be that Misas Ha'odoin is not one of them that are mentioned in this Bryce. The Gemara has one more question here on Ishlakish, and this will actually refute the statement of Ishlakish. Again, Ishlakish said that the Omevriya leaves when her father dies. Master of Rav Amram, so Rav Amram asks him this, the Braise says, <laughs> The following, when they leave their master, their master has to give them the gifts of Anoka. After six years, after and if when the master dies. And the Omevriya with Simonim also gets Anoka. So if what Shlokish said is true, why doesn't it say if the father died? So the Gemara goes through the same discussion that I had before again. If you're going to say the Bryce is leaving something out, but it says these, means this is it. It uses the term Elu because it's only these that have a set time. And it's not mentioning things that have no set time. But it mentions Simonim that does not have a set time. If you'll answer like we already answered. Rav Safra said that it does have a set time. That younger, when it's younger, that they're not Simonim. It mentions here clearly that when the master dies, she goes free. And that has no kitzvah. So why does it not mention Misisav as well? To Yufte, that Ishlakish, or this refutes what Ishlakish said, to Yufte. Here for this, the Gemara doesn't have any answer. 
Fact, the Gemara about what is Lakish Kavachayim Mama. Lakish said a Kavachayim from Simanim. The Gemara said before Kavachayim was that if I see that Simanim that does not take out from the father takes out from the master, so the death of the father. So she does then leave the father's possession for sure. She take out from the master. So what's, what? What do we do with this Kavachayim? Answers the Gemara Kavachayim Prichehi. This Kavachayim is refuted. We can't use this Kavachayim. Why? Mishum Dekelu Mifrach. There's a very simple refutation here. When we see that simonim is the reason is simonim is something very strong. It's a new person. She's mature. It's like a shinia guf. It's not the same person that was sold that, that she is now. Now she's mature. That's why she goes free. So how can you learn over here? She's, it's the same guf. It's the same person. So therefore she does not go free, even if her father passed away. Now the Gemara here brings two braises that are a contradiction, and seemingly the only way to explain these braises is with what Ishlakish said. Tani in one brise it says, Anak evidivri When you give the gifts to an evidivri, he keeps it for himself. And the same thing with Amavriya. When she goes free, who gets those gifts? She gets it. But for Tani in another braise we learned, Anak Amavriya Umitsiyasa, the Hanaka that Amavriya gets, and any Mitsiya that she finds, Laviya. Goes to the father. Now, as far as the Metziah is concerned, the, 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 the master does not get the, the actual Metziah itself. He only gets which is the Schar that she would have to work at that time. That's the Schar that the master gets because she, she was supposed to work for him when she went and got that Metziah. But here, the Gemara is going to focus on the beginning of this Braise. In one Braise, it says that the Hanukkah goes to her, the gifts go to her. In another Braise, it says it goes to the father. So, my love, don't you think? If she's leaving her master when she becomes a Naira with Simonim, so then she, she keeps it herself. But if we're going to say like Rishlokish, that when the father dies, and then she goes free, so then when the father dies, again, let me say that again, if she leaves with Simonim, if she leaves with Simonim and the father is still alive, so then who gets the uh, Hanukkah? The Hanukkah goes to the father because the father is still alive. And even though she has Simonim, she still is in the possession of the father as a Naira. She still belongs to the father, so the father gets the Hanukkah. But if she's leaving her master when the father dies, so then the father died, so she gets to keep it for herself. So the only way to explain this Brai is according to the Shlokish. So the Gemara says, Loi, that's not the Pshadr. She only leaves her master when she becomes mature with Simonim. But like Kashi, there's no question here. In both cases, she's leaving with Simonim. But over here, the father's still alive. So the father gets it, like everything else of the night of the father gets. And here, if the father already passed away, so then she keeps it herself. But not that she leaves when the father dies. She doesn't leave when the father dies. Okay, the Gemara explains one more detail here in this Braise. We understand when the Braise says that Hanoke goes to the Amavriya herself, what's the Chiddush over here? It's coming to say that it doesn't go to the brothers. You would think maybe after the father passes away, so who gets this Hanoke? Maybe the brothers yarshin it. The Tanya, so we learned in the Braise, this is by Evid Kanani. So they get inherited to the children. <laughs> Only Evid Kanani are inherited by the children. <laughs> but your daughters, the Omevriya, there's no inheritance to the brothers, to the children from this Omevriya. <laughs> any schos that a father has that comes to the father from his daughter, any income, including the Hanukkah, goes to the father, doesn't go to any other children. 
So, so that we understand what the Chiddush of the Brice is. But Elo, Anak, Eved, Ivri, La'atzme. When the Brice says that you give the Hanukkah, the gifts to Eved, Ivri, so he keeps it himself, Pshit, it's obvious. Elo, Laman, who else should you give it to? Amr of Yosef, Sir of Yosef says about this Lashon of the Brice, Yud, Kras, Chazina, Hacha. This is an interesting expression. What it means is, Yud is the smallest letter of the Aleph base, and Kras is a big city. And what the Gemara is saying is, the Brisa took a, a small point, which is really no Chiddush, and turned it into a city. It mentioned it for no reason, as if it's a Chiddush, but there's really no Chiddush in this. That's what Rav Yosef says. But Abai Abai says there is a Chiddush. This is what Rav Sheish just said. This Brisa is following the opinion of the Tutoi, the Tanya Tutoi, that the Chiddush here is, when the Master gives the Anoke, that goes to the Eved himself, if the Eved owes someone money, we're not going to say, let the Master give it to that person that the Eved owes money to. Remember, we had before in the Gemara, like the Allah of Shibuddha the Rabnasan, that it should go directly to that person that the money is owed to. That's what the Brisa is saying, that it does not go to that person, but it goes directly to the Eved himself.